0: Everyone, and welcome to episode 409 of the MTG Goldfish podcast. I'm Seth, probably better known as Saffron Olive, and we have the full crew here this week kicking things off with the owner of MTG Goldfish, Richard. How are you this fine Monday, Richard? Hey, Seth. Uh, it is a Monday, and I am doing well. <laughs> oh, we got another co host, Ed Cram, good morning, Cram. How's it going?
1: Morning. It is Monday as well, uh, again. <laughs> So I I am awake.
0: You you are awake. That is that is true. I can vouch for that. that. Is, I can see yes, you yes, on the camera. Your here. eyes are open. <laughs>
1: so, uh, yeah <laughs> yeah.
0: So today we're gonna be uh, bouncing around a little bit. We got a few more JumpStart 2022 spoilers that we wanted to talk about. We've had some uh, 30th anniversary controversy. I guess no surprise. Some interesting developments with that. And then there's been some stuff about buying magic on Amazon I wanted to talk about, and then answering your fish mail. So that's the plan for today. Also, apparently getting my sleeve bit by bear. I don't know if you can see that, but yeah, there's there we go. There we go. Uh, before we get into that, a reminder that today's show is brought to you by Card Conduit. And Card Conduit, they're the easiest way to sell your Magic cards. If you're tired of all the hassles that go into buy listing your cards, well, Card Conduit lets you skip all the typing, all the time, all the work. With their curated service, you can send in as many cards as you want of a buy list value $1 or more and still just pay a 5% service fee. And if you want to put a bit of effort into it, you can use their sorted service where you list and sort your cards in advance and pay just a 2% fee. No matter which option you choose, you get a detailed report with the results and fast payment once your order is processed. And right now, you'd even get another 10% off if you head over to CardConduit.com slash cardconduit They're the easiest way to sell your magic cards. So thanks to Card Conduit for supporting the show. And let's talk some magic. And let's start. With new Magic cards. We still have some Jumpstart 2022 spoilers. The entire set is out. 51 new cards, I want to say, with a big chunk of them being lower rarity cards. But some interesting stuff. Uh, So, before we talk spoilers, what do you think of Jumpstart 2022? Uh, I, I feel like the hype level for this Jumpstart has been less than... The first jumpstart, which I remember being pretty exciting. I don't know if that's because they're doing, like, jumpstart in every set thing and it's just normal now or too many products. But what do you think about this set? Like, is this one worth buying?
1: I mean, I don't know about y'all, but where, where are my weebs at? Dude, this, this <laughs> set is sick. Uh, I mean, like, let's be honest here. Bal- Balon, the Wandering Knight. Uh, yeah, I'm down to swing at people, at like, when, with a cat girl. Uh, you have anime card. I'm, I'm sp- the, the anime cards, as you know, are like premier. Like I, I am exact, this is exactly what I want. Uh, tree of perdition looks awesome. I'm, I'm such an, like an alternative, like art kind of guy, anime art specifically. Uh, th- this, I mean, I was hoping there were some other anime arts at higher rarities and different cards, but like i'll I'll settle for karn liberated i i I don't even normally i don't have an equipment deck, but I will now in commander uh and and like yeah like there's there's definitely like i if you if you like anime style art they they got some really cool artists to work on this, so some of them come from other games like wise uh I mean I don't play it, but like I know the the artwork and then you know like just a bunch of sweet anime artists, so I'm all here for that and i'm actually i've got like zero. I mean, I'm not like super hyped on the new cards. Uh, a few of the new cards are like kind of cool, like like the 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 human, the the two drop human. But other than that, it's all anime art for me. And like some of them are just like absurdly pricey. I like for for like a common or uncommon. I think like Stitcher supplier was like thirteen, like fifteen bucks. It'll be interesting
0: to see if that holds. I think it's like super early now, so we have I don't know. Take the prices with a grain of salt at this point. I wouldn't be surprised if the anime art had some premium but i don't think it's going to be like 10 times as much as the normal version or whatever over the long term but what do you what do you think
2: about this that richard well uh, brothers <laughs> war just released anyone remember that uh, so I, I i feel product fatigue is part of the problem here and the fact that the set has 835 cards uh, <laughs> is also another problem no, uh, and i i'm kind of neutral on the anime art actually so this reminds me, like, in high school, like, you tell your parents I like anime, and then they go to, like, the flea market, and then there's, like, some <laughs> generic, like, anime shirt or something there they buy to you, and you're like, mom, not that one, I want Evangelion,
1: you know, like, <laughs>
2: like just random comments and stuff have anime art, it doesn't mean anything to me, right? I think, like, Casmina, I think is interesting, you know, like, a, an actual magic character drawn in anime style like Karn you know I I, I can get behind those right and and some of the art is actually really good like Balin but like dude you know it's just like like magnifying glasses like random anime girl like (laughs) okay magnifying cool and all but like you know it's just generic (laughs) anime art. I can find that all over the internet right that's not anything special so I I I like magic characters reimagined anime style and not like you know, generic. But, but anime Richard, art,
1: so. Richard, Richard. Okay, I agree. <laughs> Magnifying glass looks like doll, like dollar bin, like anime, like rando merch. That's like definitely bootleg, right? But like Lord, Lord of the Accursed. That doesn't look like a zombie to me. But but it but it it's it's dude, it's kawaii as hell. Dude, I'm all here for it. It like okay, I have no idea how that's a zombie, but I want it. And and dude, Meryl Ragerie, Fish Daddy. Like, are you kidding Holy me? Like. Fish- what's- Originally, yeah. was animated. Well, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. There's, there's an, yeah, <laughs> dude. It's like Fish Daddy, and and then you've got like Lord of the Accursed. Uh, they got, that got animated, and like Tragic Slip. Literally, like as you had mentioned, if she was falling with a toast in her mouth, it'd be perfect. <laughs> Tragic Slip is like, good, dude. Like these cards are cool as hell, and Cold Steel Heart. Like I don't. The, the good news is most of these cards aren't like expensive as hell. Uh, And if they, and if they aren't 10 times their price, like still for a cold steel heart, $6 is expensive. Like that is a lot for a cold steel heart.
2: I've been tracking like the, the transformers card prices. I I am to believe these anime arts will go to zero. (laughs) I'm pretty sure if we just wait a bit, uh, you know, aside from like some of the premium, like Karn is not going to go to zero. Right. But if it's like generic card, I think it'll be pretty free. I, think. I hope so. If so. so. we just wait a bit, I think they'll they'll, they'll come down. I mean, because but- when it comes down to it, you still need playability. Like, a yeah, really right. cool magnifying glass is still a magnifying glass. And <laughs> not that many people want a magnifying glass. <laughs> we need to redo our tier list ranking. Well, anime magnifying glass. Where does that fall, guys?
0: <laughs> Ooh, actually, that would actually be a good crim a good video. Crim tier ranks just- the anime art from Jumpstart 2022. That, that, that like, combines both your worlds, Crim.
1: And you know what? Maybe I, I, I should do that. I mean, like, 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 Tree of Perdition is like really good. Like, have you seen that artwork? Which one is tree?
0: It's oh. it, it's pretty cool. I didn't honestly realize it was it was anime art when I first saw it until I noticed like the girl kind of in the shadow under the tree. But it does look it does look really good.
1: Like the the blossoms in the background. Like I like like yeah. Like I am so here for this. Uh, and I hope they they are cheap because on honestly, if if they're cheap then. Hell yeah! I can get multiple copies. Like Spectral Sailor as a random. Like, uh, I was going to see you play Control with Spectral Sailor. Yeah. finisher. Yo, I'm telling you right now, I've, I've found a reason to play it. <laughs> uh, so anyway,
0: I mean, the set. I think the set looks pretty good. I think the reprints look really good. The anime art isn't really my thing, but I'm excited that Grim's excited about it, and other people are excited about it. So even though it's not really my thing, it's super cool, and I'm glad they're doing it. I don't know. I think the set maybe is, like, not getting the hype it deserves. I feel like it's got a lot of really interesting new commanders. I think it's got valuable reprints. It seems like a home run, but I don't know. People just aren't talking about it, like, the first time. Like, the first time, it was really exciting. Maybe part of it, too, is it not coming to Arena. So there's really no changes in legality for these cards like uh, that's the other thing that kind of draws people in is like oh can i put this in my historic deck or historic brawl deck that's something we saw with the first one this one since it's not coming to arena it's kind of like okay like cool new commanders but we get those every set cool art but we get secret layers every month so it kind of feels like more of the same but i think it's a pretty a pretty solid set
2: but i mean mean, the timing is terrible right oh the timing three days of previews into thanksgiving (laughs) yeah (laughs) Where, where do you expect, like, hey, mom, have you checked out the latest <laughs> Jumpstart 2022? Let's post on social media about how hyped we are. It, uh, people are busy, right? So I, it's just poor timing as well. But when you have so many magic products, you know, you gotta, you got to cram them in somewhere.
0: I also wonder if they're trying to like cram as much in before the end of the year as possible for like financial purposes when they have to like do the numbers for their investors. Like anything that you put out in this month is going to go on this year's stats when stuff in January goes on next year's stats. So I wonder about that too, which is how overloaded it's been recently. But anyway, individual cards, we don't have a ton we wanted to talk about, but there are a few Richard. Why don't you guide us through some, uh, some spoilers.
2: All right. Uh, You can find all the cards, all 835 cards on mdgpreviews.com. There's a button that says hide reprints, and you can hide all the reprints and showing you only the 51 cards that are new. Uh, But here we go. Auntie Blight, Bad Influence, Tuna Red, 2-2, Legendary Creature, Devil Advisor at Mythic, Flying, whenever a source you control deals damage to you, put that many plus one plus one counters on Auntie Blight, one in a red tap, remove X plus one plus one counters from Auntie Blight. It deals X damage to any target.
0: Oh, I love this card. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: I think this is one of the coolest new
0: commanders from the set. This is what I'm definitely planning on building a, a deck around. And I think it might actually be kind of good. There's ways where you can just, like, you play this on, or play uh, whatever, a Lightning Greaves on two, play this on three, turn four, Wheel of Misfortune. Take like 20 damage, one shot someone, uh, Volcano Helion, take 20 damage, make it a one shot commander threat. There's like multiple ways that this just straight up kills someone in the air on turn four, and it lets you play a lot of just like janky cards you wouldn't play in other decks. It seems cool for like a stuffy doll self damage style commander. So I think it's just a, a super cool design. and I think it might actually be like oddly kind of powerful in commander.
1: I It is aggressively costed. Yeah, I, I, I think that it's definitely got some powerhouse and like I love a, a commander that will make random cards like worth something like that's that's usually like a pretty good sign of like a fun commander yep. right like like uh, Geras Stern Karn I don't remember his name from from Warhammer but I have him. As a commander, and he he just made random things worthwhile, right? Like end the festivities, you know, all the the one man, one damage pingers. So, Auntie Blight is going to be a lot like that. And anytime I see something that I love it, and when it's backed by really funny art, I I think this art is like super sweet.
2: my immersion <laughs> Where, where's the foil to this there needs to be the yeah, good influence angel that's, Like that's why, the yeah. on,
0: that's the whiff how did they miss having the angel on the other shoulder is he, and have a partner maybe like that would have been so
1: perfect flavor wise if both of these if there was both an angel and an auntie blight in anime art oh gone <laughs> <laughs> purchased purchased is instantly this, is this
2: legacy playable <laughs>
1: I mean, this is
2: aggressively costed. Like, you just crack some fetches and it grows, right? Like, yeah. (laughs) you, You shock land yourself. Does that count? Does paying is, life count as damage? I don't. Paying no. life does not count as damage. Yeah. Oh, no. So you can't. Okay, you can't fetch. This is not. This is not weird. Death shadow. No, not yeah. not quite as easy. There are some lands that
0: do it. Like City of Brass is actually damage. Uh, Barbarian Ring is actually damage. But then other ones are like pay life. So you gotta actually read your cards carefully because damage and loss of life a little bit different with this card, but. I don't know. It might be good. I mean, a three mana, two, two fire is not a bad base to start from. And then if you can have a way to grow up pretty quickly, it could work. Like, flame. What's flame rift? What's the one that's four damage to each player? Like, play oh, this yeah, double yeah. flame rift, yeah. like, get them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Game over.
2: What about a <laughs> char? Oh, I want to build a like boomer magic deck here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <an MV. laughs> <laughs> it'd is, be. Is legacy the only one, is the, the, the kindest 1v1 format this is available in?
0: yes um, unfortunately not not ugh. modern legal or pioneer legal that's if all we, we do the- we might
2: be able to make it work in modern or something but legacy might be too much for this <laughs> i really kind of wish
0: they just dumped these cards into modern too like if you're gonna do modern horizons like what's it hurt at this point all these cards are so much power down compared to modern horizon stuff just put them in a modern and let people figure it out like i would build a rat deck with ashkod or like a weird burn deck with Annie blade if i could but it's such a tougher selling legacy
1: yeah Oh, like, right. it is. Uh, Agris
2: costs Eternal Warrior, three in a white, three, four, legendary creature, spirit, soldier at rare. Uh, Vigilance, when it becomes a target of an ability that targets only it, you may pay one hybrid boros, so two mana. Uh, if you do copy that ability for each other creature you control, that ability could target. Each copy targets a different one of those creatures. So, like, Zada? Kind of Zada for abilities,
0: basically. Like, it doesn't work with spells, it only works with abilities. This is another one, though, that it just like as you were talking about, crap it makes you care about things that most decks won't care about. So it kind of incentivizes you to play these cards that have these like weird abilities that can target it. I think the main thing I've seen people talking about, which sounds sweet, is like Jaxus. You can Jaxus copy Ooh. this and get a copy of everything with Blitz and then they die and you get to draw the cards and it's going to be like absurd. Uh, so anything that can like copy creatures is going to be ridiculous on a big board. You can use blink effects to like blink this and blink out the rest of your team like Ephemerate turns into a. Full savior team from whatever uh, effect. So there's a lot of really neat shenanigans with this card. Uh, this is another one I'm kind of excited to build around in commander. You play a lot of white decks, Richard. Does does this intrigue you in commander at all, or not really? No, it's too much
2: no. value. Too much. It's <laughs> too much value. It's not <laughs> it's it's value. It's a white <laughs> card. And it's, Don't like, like it. What <laughs> it's going to do with soldiers or spirits? Nothing. It's just a value card, right? So yeah, uh, I think if you play like blink style decks, I think this could be. Uh, really strong like every blink card becomes blink your team. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, so good. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, this this seems too powerful for me. I don't I don't like this. It's too
1: easy to... of a win.
0: Yeah, it's it's a bit uh its abilities and stats aren't bad for a commander. It's only four mana to get down. Uh, you just gotta just gotta be careful uh, what effects you use because it doesn't trigger on spells. So keep that in mind as you're you're building around it. These I mean, next Oh, go ahead, Grim.
1: Well, like there's one card. That I I wanted to just mention really quick. Circle of There's, Loyalty got reprinted? Yet? Yeah, yeah. Like no anime, anime art Circle <laughs> Wo- yeah, no anime art. That's but but do you think it's gonna take off now in legacy?
0: I, I think the problem <laughs> is the that reprinting po- it needed. Players just didn't know about it because it hadn't been reprinted in a while. Now that they know, I think we're gonna see a renaissance for Circle of Loyalty. It's gonna be everywhere.
1: We're finally there. We we, we made finally it, yeah. we're ready. But no, that's not the card. I mean it's gonna take off. But but also that's not the card I was thinking of. Alondra Sky Dreamer, like is this just like opposite of like Talrand? And it, le- it looks a lot like Talrand with the dress in the background. background. Yeah, like the art looks yeah. like it. Yeah, like opposite though, right? Like what is this like Talorand's, like 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 waifu or something like that? I, I, I like <laughs> I like this this is pretty cool. I I, I don't I wish that the, the I was mentioning this just because that second ability is hilarious to me. When you draw your fifth card each turn, that's, like, <laughs> such an arbitrary number to, like, try to hit every turn <laughs> to then pump your, you know what I mean? Like, your drakes and stuff.
2: Like, I mean... I'm pretty sure that's the finisher. Yeah. <laughs> so, w- whenever you draw your second card each turn, you create a 2-2 two, two drake with flying. When you draw your fifth right. card, um, everything... Well, Alandra and the drakes you control get plus X plus X for X number of cards. So... Uh, you keep drawing two cards a turn. Uh, what what was, what's the commander that already does that? Like the that's, green one. Oh, oh. Uh,
1: uh, from M twenty or something, right? Or M twenty one. The yeah. most recent course. I I know which one. I know which one you're talking about. But but, but like, this
2: one has a win con in it, right? So you, you and then you like fire off a big X spell to draw five cards, and then yeah. you basically overrun everyone. You have flying already. What if? Um, so th- this is one of those things that's also scary, right? You just you're like okay, they're casting spells. We're all gonna die, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you gotta get rid of it because uh, the finisher is sitting on board there. So it's it's a little telegraphed, uh, but it it's it's like Talon, but with the finisher.
1: I mean, like, are, is there a way to make Drake tribal? Like, out of this deck, like, like, cause that'd be, like, Drake Spell Slingers? I mean, you, it's, it's, you it's could. It's called a Talden deck. <laughs> I mean, you, you like, could. yeah, may, maybe it is t- But, like, a fifth card is such a funny number to see, like, just see and read out loud. Yeah. Like you, gotta, you is a single mystic Study,
2: also reprinted in the set, uh, Alandra, and then, like, one X spell, and you're set. I mean, I oh think that's God. the idea of the play pattern, right? Is just, like, make a few
0: Drakes and then cast a Blue Sun Zenith or something, and kill the table or kill someone the thing i dislike about this card is it's actually like super similar to min wily illusionist which was a adventures in forgotten realms commander it's like a three mana one three that when you draw your second card you make a one one illusion but the illusion gets plus one plus zero for each illusion you control and then when an illusion dies you can put permanence into play from your hand with mana value less than its power so this is like super super similar to what that card is uh so it doesn't feel very like innovative to me but i think it's like pretty powerful like all you got to do is draw cards <laughs> like that's really literally you play this and draw cards and you win the game that's it doesn't ask any more than that so i think it's a strong commander
1: i i don't know i feel like this is kind of whack <laughs> but it's just funny because <laughs> like that second clause seems kind of hard
0: what? I mean
1: well, if you yeah, build or I, I like just, just draw five cards off the leaf. Rhystic study, Rhystic, yeah, you, Rhystic you fire study. Off an X draw spell. Rhystic study has to happen on your turn when you're about to attack. Like I, I guess that's who, true. Who's gonna cast oh wait, but before uh attacks? Hold on, response. I'm gonna draw five <laughs> cards. You're gonna draw five. Let me, cards. let me
2: storm off in response, hold on. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean your your blue sun Xenith though just becomes crater
2: hoof essentially.
0: Like if you have this yeah. out in a few drakes, like you cast it for eight mana and I overrun and just like kill everyone so. the difference
2: is if someone fogs you still have 10 cards in hand you're good yeah <laughs> like, i mean <laughs> that's
1: like true. It, this does feel kind of bad like ash coat though right in a way where it's like yo i'm gonna i'm gonna kill this so i'm gonna let you oh. like like do your thing for a little yeah, bit yeah, but, yeah. and but like it's so fragile if you remove it like this and ash coat are like the same card almost
0: it is. It is true that this is a commander you need to kill, or it's going to kill you pretty quickly. Although you're in Blizz, you can play all the free counters and do all that stuff, so you have ways to protect it if you want to. But yeah, it is. I think a, a kill on sight style commander.
2: If, if there was ever time for Narset,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> the... oh, oh, oh.
2: yeah, Notion Thiefum. Oh dear. Yeah. No wonder uh, is not worried about
0: this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I gotta ask oh, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's two cards in this set that I'm very curious about their commander playability, which are two new mana rocks. And I want your opinion, because I've been going back and forth about how good these cards are. So the first one is Planner Atlas. Two mana taps added at a colorless. ETBs tapped when at ETBs. You can look at the top four cards of your library and reveal a land card and put it on top of your library. Is this card worth playing? It's a two-mana rock. Downside comes into play tapped. Upside, I guess, is digging for a land, although I'm not sure. I guess it's good for, like, Krim. If you're, like, constantly struggling to get your third land or something, there's a little value there. Is this in the conversation as a playable mana rock, just in a generic sense in
1: Commander? I, I think that, like, I like, I, I kind of like this, because in two-color decks, or or maybe, or like a, a mono-color deck, there's, like, an X amount of rocks before you just start hitting, like, Mind Stones and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So this kind of does what you want. I mean, yeah, it's tapped, whatever. Like, I'm not saying CDH play this, but, like, it enters tapped. It's fine. Oftentimes, like, uh, like I'm not, like, chaining off into, like, 30 other things on turn two, right? Like, if I see this on two. And, you know, being able to, like, potentially look at the top four cards and then nabbing a land out of that, I don't hate that. I think that's, like, pretty decent. I think this is, like, pretty solid.
0: And it's nice that it's optional. So you don't... If you have plenty of lands, you can just play it like a tap two mana rock. If you need a land, then you can use this to dig for a land for the next turn. So you're never going to have to, like, draw land if you don't want to, essentially.
2: What do you think, Richard?
1: Yeah. <sighs>
2: Stone unplayable. I mean, Ooh. so if you need specific lands, so, like, if, if you are a crop rotation deck or something, like, you're, you're searching for something in particular, then this is okay. But it's a two mana mana rock, which kind of sucks. Uh, But if you you wanted one, you have Mind Stone, Fellower Stone, Arcane Signet, uh, your your actual like Signet Signets, like colored fixing, right? And you also have Diamonds if you really needed. This is better than a Diamond, right?
1: Like Mm. why do you need,
2: like all you're doing is just rearranging a land to the top. Like why, like unless you actually need that, like you're not getting card advantage or
1: anything from it. Hold on. It's going to the oh, top of your deck, so you're getting the land It's not for going your to next my draw. Yeah. Yeah. If you drew a land, that'd be insane. Oh, that right? oh, this this would, would be a staple little,
0: if you drew the land. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This,
2: this, this is oh, just rearranged. Hold on. So unless you really need to get a specific land, like a field of dead or... Yeah, your Maybe cabal uh, card, a tree, or something. Like yeah. your mana is
1: terrible because you're running this colorless mana rock. Oh, like, okay, you
2: know, there's a point. <laughs> no, <to> that, right? <laughs> the, the, this
1: is straight, straight up doo-doo water. This is this is not not important. Okay, this is never mind, never mind. It's like, not good. But why does I,
2: Seth think it's playable? Aren't there so I, many better mana rocks, including I, every signet? before this (laughs) i mostly i mostly came down where you did actually where if
0: i'm playing a deck that wants specific lands where i'm trying to get like cabal coffers urborg or uh dark apps or whatever that's stage like uh, tron (laughs) if i'm trying to do something like that i'm a lands matter style deck then i think this is close enough that i would play it like entering tapped is a bit of a downside if you think about commander like Sometimes you have to, like, turn three. You play a Signet, play a second Mana Rock. This isn't going to do that because it comes into play tapped. So I think I really got to care about specific lands to uh, to want this card in my deck. So I think it's it's kind of narrow. In those right decks, I think it's playable or close enough that I would play it. But I don't think it's a staple. On the other hand, I think we do have a staple here. I think we do have a staple. Wait, hold <laughs> on.
1: Even if you wanted a specific land, isn't this card not that great? You're only looking at the top four cards. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's right something. <laughs> it's
0: something. It's better than top zero cards. Which no. No, Dude, it hold
1: on. This is this is this is <laughs> straight up duty water. No, this is like unplayable. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, this next one though. This next one, I'm gonna jam this in a lot of decks, and that's Infernal Idol. Three mana, tap to add a black, or pay three, tap it, sack it, draw two, lose two. It's a heater archive that costs one less mana, except it's only for black decks. How good is this? I know three mana uh, mana value rocks are kind of on the outs now. Is this enough upside? I know it is for me. I love my Celestises. I love my Heater and Archives. I will jam this that card in a lot of decks. Will you jam this card in a lot of decks, Richard or Krim?
1: I mean, I play a lot of black and a lot of mono uh, black.
0: How, will you wait, play this? are you like...
1: Are you, like, really excited for this?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's, a Arch- on, it's, you- a, it's a Hedron Archive. It's a Hedron Archive. Three mana value with upside? I'm, I no, love Hedron no, 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 Archive. No, Hedron
1: like, Archive adds two mana. I see one mana true. being added. But this costs the option- one less.
0: <laughs> this costs one <laughs> less. It's only three one,
1: mana. One less, and it also, like, co- what it much? only adds one. And it costs one black black to sack. Wait, Celestis, like you just mentioned, is better, right? Like, like, like that's, Skyclave that's Relic, better, right? Dark stealing it, better. Oh, Darksteel ingot. That's lots to no. draw cards,
2: but this is six <laughs> mana to draw a card, and you <laughs> I mean, got a sack of land, essentially, like. I mean so is and archive. None of this, <laughs> this is, playable. is so like, bad. How many times if you actually sack the Hegrian Archive, it's usually oh. tapped when the wrath goes off and you're like, well, I'm sad. <laughs> i have You gotta have three Hedren mana and this. So you have to hold effective four <laughs> mana up ready to crack this. And you lose two life for some reason. Like yeah. you gain two life.
1: <laughs> okay, it's death shadow if you're playing like like Shadow of Mortality, Death Shadow, like you know, like like yeah, okay, that's where it's a staple. But otherwise, I wait, really? This card is like if- if they had this moto, I will play it in
0: every black deck until no. until yes no yeah, no I really? mean not what? five color no, not five color or whatever but like every sure. amount of black deck this is this is going in you
2: wouldn't play Warren Powerstone or Coalition no I want to draw cards Commander Sphere Celestis so like, I in have, this I Edren
0: archi- all my mana all my mana rocks can draw cards now like to me that's perfect you get the mana when you need it you get the cards when you need them I actually think this cards are really good I'm not even like. I know we meme on heat and Archive a little bit, but I actually think this is like very playable in Mono Black. I, I, dude, I'm planning dude, on playing it at least. Dude, no way. <laughs> <laughs> this is let, no way. if you're if you're watching this somewhere yeah. where there's comments, every time we do this, the YouTubes back me up with my heat and Archive love. YouTube, if you're watching this, let us know what you think about Inferno Lido. How
2: good is this? Heatron <laughs> archive, heat <laughs> archive is better than this. I think Heatron Archive is better than this. Yeah, yeah like can, it's crackable yeah, <laughs> yeah. play it. and it gives you like a, a big mana increase like if you draw this late game it's just one mana and you gotta you need double it's like hard to crack too you you need double black to crack this thing yeah right?
1: like if it were one black mana like that'd be if this were like or or one black black but you didn't have to tap it sure
0: Oh, if oh, it was one black, flag, you didn't have oh, to. Oh, you could it, tap it. it. it yeah, really that would be that would be really good. But that's not a horrible cost. Like signing blood's what two mana for that? So you're paying a one mana premium over signing blood. I mean, you got to cast the yes. mana rock too. But in the late <laughs> yeah. game, it's a one mana premium.
1: <laughs> yeah. I so, know. Like... But you also <laughs> paid four less to draw two, <laughs> <laughs> and and you can also burn someone out. All right. <laughs> I, is it
0: the real question though? This or anima. <laughs> Anime magnifying glass. Which one would you? Anime run, magnifying Richard? glass. At, At least the anime. Oh, wait, wait,
2: wait. I think magnifying glass probably has some real upside.
0: Oh no, <laughs> no! Isn't it like four to scry one or something? First of all, haven't you done this before? <laughs> <laughs> have you yes, actually best, cast yes. magnifying glass, Maybe token, to to it? <laughs> <laughs> Pay six to draw a card repeatedly. <laughs>
2: I imagine my glass has more upside. I genuinely believe because you don't go down the rock, right? Like you can draw
1: cards, and you don't go down the mana rock. And it's and it's just strictly not offensive enough to where anyone would want to kill it. So, and there's an anime girl. I think they're close. (laughs) Yeah, there's there's like bootleg anime girl on it. Like it's pretty funny, right? Like why why wouldn't you want that instead? There's no way that
2: this. Heck, I I don't believe Seth will play this in every deck.
0: Yeah, every, every, mono, mono black, mono black, every, and that every, is pending every... to coming to Moto, of course, which is uh, they haven't confirmed that, so we'll have to wait and see. You really don't? think I play Celestis in basically every deck. Celestis is a lot
1: better though. It does it cost you like mana weeks weeks
2: and like, It works when it's tapped, right? <sighs> Outside of like forcing the
1: table to keep track of day night, decks. Celestis is like infinitely better. I, yeah. I, I
2: would play the Planar Atlas over at Infernal Idol, wouldn't you? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> no, like if I'm gonna have a mana rock, I might as well have it
1: cost two and like buy yeah. me my Cabal coffers. Then okay, y'all thing, like have like the, is. The, the most faith in your top four cards. Uh, like, like, dude, there's okay, yeah, the, the 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 whatever the other the two drop mana rock is better, but like only barely. no,
0: really, you think the two drops better than the, oh, I had this one like. I mean, maybe I love it a little too much because I love my card draw mana rocks,
2: but I definitely have this ranked
0: head of the two-drop one.
2: When have you felt the need to crack a mana rock for card draw? That is my question to you, Seth. This is 2022, where, like, everything draws, like, five cards ETV. It is, it is, like the greatest last action to
0: make is you're about to die. You're like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm about to die. I, I'm gonna sack everything I possibly can. It never works. I think I always still die, but I have sacked my fair share of Hedon Archives.
1: It at least um, expedites the death, I guess, cause you lose two life. But yeah. like <laughs> <laughs>
2: The life loss is a, a little bit annoying, that's true. I will but I will maybe, grant maybe it's good with the, the blue the the Talran thing. Oh, that's, that's, two, your fifth that's card. two of your five, yeah, and your Drake's Wait, getting
1: big. Can you play this in your mono-blue deck? Nah, no, you have to you'd make have to it to mere commander and then
2: put both of these in. Good
1: <laughs> lord, the hoops you'll have to jump through to make this somehow do anything.
0: All right, any any other thoughts on Jumpstart before we hit up a couple of other interesting topics?
1: More anime art. Kermont's more,
0: more, more anime art. I'm, Just I'm surprised we have more. I'm sure we'll get more. We'll get more like anime secret layer drops and stuff at a
1: minimum. I think so. secret layers. Oh, yeah. I sure hope so.
0: All right. Let's keep moving forward. Next up, I think this is kind of a short topic. So let's do this one first, uh, which is is it safe for people to buy magic cards from Amazon and to a lesser extent eBay? So this is something that kind of came up in the last couple of days, and it's been talked about before, I think Prof did a video on it a while ago, but there's been reports of people with this big Black Friday sale they had, uh, getting booster, like collector booster boxes or packs, and opening them up and having all the packs be gone, and they're just like stuff full of random commons and uncommons, things like that, where they're essentially opened and all the good stuff taken from them and repacked, do y'all have any fear? I've never had that happen to me on Amazon, and I bought some like booster boxes off Amazon. Do y'all have any fear buying products from places like Amazon or eBay that this is going to be happen? I've just heard this talked about more and more. Is this something we should be concerned about? Is people buying magic cards?
1: If it's sealed product, yeah, I I don't I don't buy them online. I, I like like there's there's it's I don't care the deal. I don't like um, unless it's like a dollar for like three collectors boxes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I will probably just get it in store because the risk of just getting that, I don't even want to chance it. Like if, if the, the percentage of it happening is higher than like point zero zero one, I don't want it. I like, like why, or why, why, like, is what I'm saving worth the risk? Like it has to be such a steal of a deal to where it's almost free. Then I would then buy it because there's an LGS near you. I, I, I'd support my LGS and on top of that, like, at least there's the peace of mind knowing that for the most part, uh, like, most LGSs will will at least give you the stuff and you can, like, walk away safely knowing they haven't been tampered with.
2: Yeah. What do you I mean? think, Richard? I, I think the case Seth laid out is not the scary case, right? If you get, like, a box of rocks or whatever, like, whatever, you just return it, right? Like, there's no... It, it's very obvious you do not get the product you wanted. The, the real problem is, like, if it's a repack or... They tamper with the seal, or they map the box, or something. I don't know if that's possible with magic. And then you think you're getting a legit product, but you're not. So yeah. that's the that's the real problem. Like if you just get like open packs or whatever, you just return it, get all your money back. Like that's. Dude, but
1: that that's work as well. It is work, and can that's you, like additional work as well. Does it it? Is work.
0: Does it work that way, that Like, should people document them opening their box, like, on camera? Like, I would worry if I bought a box and just, like, cracked it open casually and was like, oh, my God, this is just full of random comments. Are they really going to take that back? Like, am I, if I'm like, couldn't I just buy a real box and take all the good cards and put my random comments in it and be like, hey, Amazon, give me all my money back? Like,
2: or, yeah, or are they that forgiving of exactly, that? But- you know, if, if you're an Amazon abuser, I'm sure they can flag your account. You know, if you have okay. a brand new Amazon account, maybe they're like, this is suspicious. We're not going to do it. But if you're like a longtime customer and you behave like a normal human, I think... You should get the refund, fine. you think? I mean, it's okay. the same thing. You go to GameStop, you buy a PlayStation or something, right? Maybe it's repackaged with some box, uh, some some rocks or something, right? Uh, but uh, I don't know. But the, the repack or like the mapping or that is an issue. And... I think that is an issue and that's the risk you 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 pay right if you buy something on ebay or amazon like you're getting a, a cheaper deal and for that you're paying some risk which is you might get fake products or, or something like that uh in the best case you just return it in the worst case you don't know and you got scammed
1: i i um, well but like i also so specifically that's, that's hate the this. risk yeah. for for like the risk of the holidays when people want to buy like you know let's say gammy wants to buy her her grandson a a box of magic cards and doesn't want to go out to the store she'll probably buy from amazon right and she won't know any better this is extremely predatory i hate that right like that 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 sucks right she won't know that and you know like i don't know little 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 like like grandson won't know the difference right so i I don't know i i just don't like the idea of this like either a they got to step it up and like uh, like actually like like monitor and watch and like like give it essentially the seal of approval before they ship it out which I know is not possible but or, or but like if that's the case like you know maybe just don't do it and like it sucks cuz you know someone's going to get a get gifted get gifted magic cards like unless it's commander decks someone's going to get gifted uh, like magic cards and like uh I, I don't know I just don't like that feeling I I also I guess I don't understand how magic works on
0: Amazon cuz there's like a Official Magic the Gathering store. And I assume that meant if I bought a box, it was like Mark Rosewater was like packaging it up and putting it at the post office for him. like it was coming what, directly from Wizards. but normally does. <laughs> yeah, I, I figured that was job. a big part of Mark's job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so, but I so, thought so it was coming it works, from Wizards, but apparently it doesn't necessarily. So Amazon is selling it. Right. So they, they make the quote unquote profits. But the way Amazon works is if you have equivalent <laughs> items from multiple people, uh, they're mixed together. Oh, okay. right? So if, if there's another store that's selling like the equivalent item, they're mixed together. And also, even if it is from Amazon, like they get returns. Right. And if the returns look, quote unquote, new to them, they sell it back. Right. Same that with Target. Sense. Same with Walmart. Like you have the same problem where you go buy packs and someone bought it, took the contents out, returned it. And then the employee thought it was brand new, put it back on the shelf and then you went and bought it. Right. So. The, the only surefire way to avoid this is an LGS that's enfranchised in magic such that they know how to check the returns uh, to make sure they're actually new and then the, yeah. they can sell them back. Right. And the, you, you can't just be an LGS right? you have to be an LGS that knows magic as well. Right. So um, I, I think it's a risk. I mean, I think because Amazon is so popular, this happens. It looks like it happens more frequently just because so many people shop on Amazon. But it happens yeah. in everything on Amazon. Right. Like you buy anything. Someone yeah. could have bought it and returned it, right? I've like had sometimes I buy stuff and it's like, food. this is used. Like, have your dog food, right? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Gotta return yeah. it, right? So <laughs> that's the price you pay for convenience, right? And it, like Crim like said, if you want Surefire way, you go to your LGS, you can inspect the product before you buy it. Uh, you can ensure that the employees there like know what the heck they're doing. They know what magic cards look like. They know they're not counterfeit. Uh, and then you get them. It's the same as like buying cards on eBay or something, right? You may get a counterfeit, right? And, um, As a result, they're cheaper on eBay, right? If you want to go to LGS where someone has verified it, uh, you can trust them. You can come back to the same person. uh, There's a bit of a markup, right? And it's for that service. So uh, safest is LGS. And if you're getting gifted stuff, then yeah, it kind of sucks that, you know, your parents think they're buying legit products on Amazon when they may or may not be. Um, But I don't know how you would fix that. Uh, Gift receipts, I I don't know, right? But uh, that that is a problem. But I think it's a problem with online shopping in general. Um, there's a lot of, you know, people buy PS5s, open them up, nothing inside, sad face, right? Yeah. Like, it it is a thing that people do. There's money to be made, and the contents are hidden. Uh, so people do do it, and that sucks, but I don't know how they could solve this. And I don't know that Amazon cares, right? Like, yes, people are getting scammed on Magic. I'm sure Magic makes up a tiny fraction of their sales, and they don't actually care enough to fix that, right? So
0: yeah and and like i said i like i've never had this happen to me personally i just keep seeing reports from people like on reddit or videos about it so maybe i've just had good luck with it but i think it's something that's worth keeping in mind at least it is a possibility because there are some really good deals but there is some amount of risk involved as well but all right we got one more topic and this is uh, an interesting one. So today is Magic 30th Anniversary Edition Day. It went on sale literally at the same minute that we started the podcast at, uh, at noon on Monday Eastern Time. It is now, what, 40 minutes into the podcast? And it appears it to be sold out, sold out over on uh, over on the WOTC site. So it took somewhere less than 40 minutes. Uh, I don't know exactly how long. Uh, so... 30th Anniversary Edition sold out. Part of this story, though, is Wizards, uh, a day or two ago, uh, over the last week, apparently went around to a bunch of big Yu-Gi-Oh! YouTubers and tried to get them to make videos opening 30th Anniversary Edition. Uh... some of them just rejected the offer outright after reading about the product. One of them named Ruxin34 actually made a video about it. And then (laughs) the response was so negative, he ended up taking down the video and issuing an apology video because he opened the 30th anniversary edition. What do you make? What do you make of all this? So now we know the product sold out. We know that Wizards went outside the community to try to market it. Were they doing that? To try to because they knew the response in the community was so bad, were they just trying to get in front of other audiences? What do you make of this whole? What do you think about the, the deleting the video? Like, who's at fault with all this? What do you make of this whole mess around 30th anniversary edition? I I, I think this
1: is I have words uh, <laughs> in multiple directions uh, for this, and one, it's like, hold on, you're trying to sell the most expensive <laughs> product ever. To yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! players. Yeah, hey, person Why, who doesn't w- know this game, would you like to play
0: magic where our packs are $250? Like that's a tough hey, sell.
1: Hey, player who plays <laughs> different game that you would rather spend more money on. Uh would you like to buy not real tournament legal <laughs> magic cards? Like, this is so weird to me. Like, what what? Like the, the direction to go like I get it. You want to appeal to a bigger crowd? This can't be the product though. Like, like this product is not for you. Okay, that is that is true. This is definitely not for like this is not for those people. This is like 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 what? Yeah, like, I don't you guys understand. Too small. Too jumpstart commander. <clears> de- <throat> jumpstart
0: commander decks. Wouldn't those be way better for a crossover for new players if you're trying to yeah. like do that? Literally yeah. do
1: that, dude. Like, oh my god, <laughs> like do it. Or or how about this? Your new set, Brothers War. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, hear me out. I know a, a kind of a mind-blowing idea here. <laughs> what if we gave people brothers' war stuff, <laughs> like with real cards? Like, yeah, yeah, with like with all of that in there, and like you know, cards that they could actually take to a tournament or or maybe mm-hmm. actually play with. uh But like, and then on top of that, though, I do think, holy hell, <laughs> some people just need to not like care so much. Like, <laughs> there are people that are very proud of them, like bullying creators for taking down this video like yeah we did it we stuck it to the man no dude you're you're kind of being weenies like <laughs> be mad at the, the company that's doing it or whatever that's fine but like like to take it out on the youtubers like ah, oh, come on come on community don't don't do that like on top of that like yo seriously i when i saw this is not a like oh Krim just says that because he's a whale I'm not buying this. Ain't no way I'm buying this. <laughs> and so I, I, I will tell you this right now. This product is. I saw it. I, I didn't. I didn't care for it. Simple. Move on with my day. There's numerous other things Magic is putting out. We've talked about it numerous times about product fatigue. Everybody, calm down. If the product is weird, the product it may not be great. You may not like it, but like don't bully the content creators. Come on.
0: But Krim, what if it was beta reprinted, not tournament legal, but anime art? Same what price the, point. Yo, what the <laughs> hell? Take that no, no. <laughs> uh, I mean, Everything is for me. <laughs> I am offended. I mean, I definitely agree about not bullying creators. I wish... I didn't get to see the original video before it got taken down, so I've just seen people's responses to that video. So it's really hard to say exactly uh, exactly what was said by people. I've heard some of the comments were definitely like probably pretty toxic. Others were probably more directed at the at the product. But it's a good reminder that with stuff like this, it's not it's not <laughs> Ruxin's fault or whoever is like making the video. If you got negative feedback, it's probably best to direct it at wizards. Um, Richard, what a, what do you think? <laughs> About this,
2: okay. So people are like, "Oh, they couldn't get Magic creators to advertise." Say, "I go to Yu-Gi-Oh." I'm like, "That's not how it really works, right?" There, you don't go to like Papa John's and then advertise Papa John's inside the Papa John's, okay? Like, there's no point in advertising Magic products to Magic players, right? You you want to advertise them uh, to the outside audience, right? So that is not weird. I agree with you guys that a thousand dollar product uh, to these new players is a bit weird. But maybe they were thinking like, oh, we need to get all the the old school Magic players back. They don't play Magic anymore. (laughs) They play (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh. So so we'll go to Yu-Gi-Oh and hit them with the Black Lotus, right? And maybe that's the angle they were going for. Uh, But I don't think it's weird they went outside the Magic audience, right? Because they do it frequently, right? And it Uh. it only makes sense. (laughs) Uh, But the, the choice of product was weird. And yeah, my takeaway was... We're so toxic. Like, it's yeah, like, it,
1: it, it's so bad.
2: Like, you know, I I hate the product. I think it's dumb. I think it's, it's actually a really bad thing for Wizards to to do because they kind of broke the, the illusion of card value. But, like, you just don't buy it and then they'll move on. Um, I, yeah. I don't know why everyone has to be, like, continually outraged and then, like, taking it on other creators and stuff. Like, if, if, if someone offered you a boatload of money... Uh, which is like free packs and whatever money was to advertise this product, right? Uh, would you take it, right? If that was your livelihood, like, I don't fault the guy. Like, it's not like this was like the skin of dead children or something. You know, it's just a product, right? It's not like there was something like inherently wrong about it, aside from, you know, not liking it, right? So
1: I, I, I guarantee you those people that are, are crying, if I walked up to them and offered them a free pack, <laughs> They would take yeah, it. Yeah, they, they would take
2: it, right? And they're like, oh, yeah, they I'm would take, take it. it, right? But yeah. it's, it's like, I don't know. Like, yeah, you, we don't have to like this product, but like, I don't know. Be happy. Like, do, do I, you walk by like a Lamborghini dealership and like just fall <laughs> apart? Because oh, you're like, oh my God, I can't afford this car. <laughs> like, oh, uh, you know, like, you know, someone wants it. They buy it. If they don't, then they don't. But let them be. Like, I, I don't know, right? It's so... It's so gatekeepy. It reminds me of Universes Beyond, right? Like, imagine if you actually like oh, yeah. this product. There's no way you can show your face in the Magic community, right? Like, there's no nah. way, right? Uh, so, so I, I, I mean, ma- maybe that is the win, right? Like, the community is like so gatekeepy about this that no one can actually buy it to use it, even if they want it, and therefore, is it that actually
1: a win? <laughs> is that a, a win? short-term win? Oh, I my mean, God. I, I that's do so think, toxic. Like,
0: it I is do toxic. think this doing well is a bad thing, right? Like, the thing is, like, printing oh, I mean, gold border cards could be... Such a positive for the community, but selling them for two hundred and fifty dollars a pack is just like absurd, so that's that's a message I'm afraid wizards gets like if this product succeeds is, oh, we should keep selling proxies for <laughs> for a thousand dollars like uh, because they could what if they sold them like old collector's edition? We've talked about this before, like the old world championship decks. this could be like a really positive thing for players and for wizards, but instead it's just like a positive thing for wizards, I guess, and then speculators maybe like i don't know who maybe there's a huge group of silent magic players who can't share show their face in the community and say they like this product but my guess is it's mostly like speculators that are buying it
1: my guess is the people that are buying this don't care what you think (laughs) right they're they're like that's great y'all can complain i'm gonna buy these (laughs) right like as most things are with magic none of us are surprised this was gonna sell out it was always gonna sell out right but but like and, like, I, I think this product is definitely, like you had mentioned, like, w- wizards will look at this and probably think, oh, my God, we nailed it again. You know what I mean? Like, the, this I, – I don't like this product personally. Um, it, is, it is absurd. But, like, I, I – <laughs> I don't care what Wizards takes away from this because to be honest this product just does not matter to me. It does not affect me. I do not care. Like I don't know why we're still talking about Magic 30th anniversary. I don't care if it went up today. I don't know why any of us care this much. <laughs> Legitimately we've talked like I, we keep mentioning product fatigue. Yadda yadda, but yet we fixate on this one that doesn't matter. Yeah like it does not matter like like at all about these fake cards they're not real they don't matter i don't understand why we like i at this point now like i'm at, i'm at the point of just muting magic 30th anniversary on twitter i have nothing muted on twitter <laughs> But like the 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 echo chamber of just fake outrage is just so upsetting and annoying that I'm just like, oh my god, <laughs> no one cares. Who cares? If you don't want to, if you don't want it, you won't buy it. I don't care. I'm I'm I, I'm caught up on my anime jumpstart stuff. That is what I care about now. If that were a thousand dollars, I'm just kidding. No, okay. <laughs> But like, legitimately, I don't know. This just why do we care? It yeah. so, you so, so like, one of the
2: reasons for caring is just like, oh, Wizards is making products not for me, and there's nothing for me. But like you said, product fatigue, right? There's like 8 million products, right? So if this product is not for you, like, don't worry. We have Jumpstart. We have Brothers War. We have like all these other items for you to complain about, right? So yeah. I think it's okay, right? Like, like I, I agree. Like if they spent the whole year working on this and then it's not for me and then I have nothing else, then, you know, I might be mad, right? But oh, there's I, so I would many be... products yeah. that I don't know why. I just want to say that it's sold out, which is to be expected, right? Because... Even if the product flops, it will sell out because people will buy it and think they can flip it for money, right? Yeah. So the, the true test will be a year from now or maybe six months, maybe even sooner to see what the price is. If the price is half the price, that means like no one actually wanted it. If it's double the price, that means everyone wanted it and they're flipping it for profit and you missed out. Uh, so, and if that's the case, then this was wildly successful, right? So uh it's selling out today doesn't mean anything yet you got to wait a bit in the future because currently speculators and people are just like buying it and snatching it up hoping to flip for a profit and the real question is is anyone gonna buy it and give them that profit and if the answer is yes then wildly successful if no then so uh, i think we're safe (laughs) we're safe from this coming again coming back right So
0: I will say, I feel like on the caring thing, I feel like part of that's because Wizards made people care. Like, their whole thing was celebrate Magic's 30th anniversary. If you watch the stream where they announced it, from the first minute of the stream, they kept teasing, oh, we're doing this awesome thing at the end. Stick around for this whole hour stream because we got something big for you at the end. And it was, oh, $1,000 not real cards. Like isn't some of that wizard's responsibility for marketing it that way and trying to sell it as a celebration of 30 years of magic for the community. Like if they just posted this on the secret Lair site for a thousand bucks, I don't think you'd have this response, but I think the way wizards marketed it made it into this, this huge thing that everyone cares about because wizards tried to make everyone care about it.
1: The funny thing is I didn't care about this at all. Even after all of that, the thing I cared about was the 30th anniversary, like 30 different cards that we should be more outraged about. Yeah, that was, was
2: funny outrage there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but
1: like, but like, if we're gonna still talk about something, it should be that, right? Like, I just, I don't understand. Cause like, that was like, I know it was gonna be limited, but I didn't think it'd be that limited, right? And that one actually felt like a celebration of magic, whereas this is just like, cool. You also admit proxies are dope. Sick. I don't care. Like, like, I, I'm onto the next thing already. Like, I, I don't know. I guess that's just why I do not take like anybody that like. Like, fine, be upset about it, whatever. Like, you may not like it, but, like, I just don't know why, again... I'm sorry, they're not real cards, right? They're they're not tournament legal. Like, if you needed this for your deck... I don't need this for Commander, because where else am I playing Moxes, right? Because I can't play it there. I'm not playing Vintage. So why does it matter? I just, I just don't, unless all of a sudden there's just this whole wave of people like, yo, I'm a vintage player and I really wanted to buy this, then great, you know, but I'm pretty sure, like, I, I just don't think this, this really matters as a product the the thing that feels more like a, you should care thing, a celebration thing is the magic 30 cards for like 30 years. That one is more of a thing. And that was actually correctly costed. I think for a 30 cards like that, 150. Sure. That's a great product. I thought that was solid, and that was just severely understocked. So that is where yeah. I would be, would be upset, and that actually feels like something that you were made to care about. Whereas this is just like, sure, they say that because they say everything should matter, right? It's, it's <laughs> like, you know, come on. I'm not going to be like, oh, whatever, you know, here, it or not. How about we don't get upset over this hobby that we freely <laughs> yeah. for yeah. entertainment? Uh-
2: there's the also that game. Like, what about we just be happy about it and yeah. if we're upset about it, just do something else. Like, what about yeah. what about that? <laughs> Whoa, hold on. Are you telling me to touch grass, bro? Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> are you telling me your hobbies should be fun? Like what are you what are you saying? <laughs> <sighs>
0: I don't know. I do think that why it it doesn't strike you weird at all that $250 booster packs. <laughs> Like, isn't this a bad sign for the future? Doesn't this validate wizards and means we're going to see more of this? And, like, isn't that as a whole, like, the reaction from the community, the distrust of wizards, wizards money rubbing? You add all that together, like, doesn't that add up to, like, bad for magic as we know it and love it? Like, that would be my concern. Like, when I add all that together, I'm like, wow, this is not, like... It doesn't make me come away from Magic's 30th anniversary celebration movie like, yeah, 30 more years. It's like, oh no, like what is going on? Where
2: are we headed with all this?
1: <laughs> so so <laughs> well, that's the question, the, question is, this do you doesn't... believe
2: that there's no such thing as bad publicity, right? So it, so presumably everyone's getting upset because they want to save the game, right? They want to make such an uproar that Wizards never does this again. Basically, right? Yeah. So uh, if you don't buy it and the the product flops, Wizards will not make it again, probably, right? If you create an uproar such that every news outlet covers it, then yes, some magic players will not buy it, but maybe there's that guy in the basement who played magic 20 years ago, like, oh, they're reprinting black Lotus. Let me buy it. And he buys it. Right. And then they actually sell out because of the reach. So depends if you believe (laughs) no publicity is bad publicity, right? Because maybe this outrage is causing
1: everyone to be aware of the product.
2: And like, just one, it's like spam, right? If 1% of people buy it, it's good, (laughs) right? (laughs) All you need is like a 1% conversion and you're good to go, right? So, I mean, so, I don't know. I know I people are getting outraged. They're trying to save the game, but I don't. Look, look it, it makes yo. for a very unpleasant community, <laughs> right? Because we get outraged yeah. at everything. We got to save the game every day, right? Yeah. So that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. but. Yo, uh, attention all it.
1: heroes of Magic the Gathering. <laughs> you can relax. <laughs> like, I promise you, there's so much stuff. Why? Why does, I, I'm not concerned about the future of Magic. It's much like Richard had mentioned. If this was like my se- winter set, and it cost me $1,000, oh, yeah, that's different, right? Because that's like – like, but this is just like a, a thing that I don't care about and a product that has no playability. It is – this is truly a one-percenter of magic like product. And if it, it – like the one-percenter of magic can can keep it, right? Like whatever, that's theirs. I don't – I personally don't care for it, and, and that's it. And I think that's why I've been able to ignore it. And <sighs> there's just so much stuff for me not to care. Like, I don't don't think it's a one percenter thing, though. Like if you talk to the
0: one percenters, talk to listen to like Rudy's videos or whatever. He is the epitome of one percenter magic collector person. And like all those people are against it isn't this just nfts like don't doesn't every yeah. argument against nfts that people use they have no utility they're useless they're just a speculation device they're a ponzi scheme can you apply basically all of those arguments to this product like where's the utility what what purpose does this product serve other than for people to speculate on and because they think they can sell it to another sucker for even more money in the future like isn't it exactly the same?
2: seth yeah but that's <laughs> nfts are digital collectibles like, card games. are games digital collectibles a scam yes are real collectibles a scam yes as well
0: but my yeah geez, i can play in a game of magic maybe it's not like it does do something like this is like explicitly useless that is like read this like that is <laughs> the purpose is of the product explicit. is to be useless
2: <laughs> you can play it in a non-sanctioned magic game as well seth
1: yeah, yeah, you could play okay. it in your tabletop okay. group. Like, yeah, you know you can you can run it with your your group of friends and you all can have your power and whatever. But like I, mean, I think this
2: is I think this exposes that yes, collectibles are a scam, right? Like see every collectibles bubble, right? <laughs> yeah. Like the minute no one cares about it anymore, it's all zero. And then until then, you believe there's some value, right? Because you can sell it to your friend, you can play with Ooh. it. You know, I can print out proxies and play with them too, right? That does not yeah. give it inherent value. Um but as long as the scam keeps going as long as the ponzi keeps going we're good right so that would i think you just described collectibles seth i don't i don't know that,
0: that would make yeah. the mox in a double scam right because they're mana rocks and also collectibles <laughs> <laughs> scams <laughs> scams all around yeah
1: <laughs> good lord those are the worst <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh all right we're we're running long any any other thoughts on any of this stuff today before we maybe get a fish mail question
2: all right, Richard right. Fishmail us. You have questions, send them to at Goldfish with the hashtag MGFishmail. And we'll get to your questions on air. Uh X EX Nispire. I don't know how to pronounce this, Joe. Uh lots of people <laughs> in the comments of the latest Commander Clash podcast wants want Richard's thought on lands versus rocks debate. Oh. Can we get Richard's perspective.
0: I want your perspective too. I, we missed you on that podcast because I think you would have
2: had a unique perspective.
0: What do you think oh, about I, lands versus I rocks? Think,
2: I don't know what you guys ended up on, but I 100% think mana rocks are a scam. Uh, I I never play mana rocks, if you notice this. And you'll notice that I never play Grixis, which are the <laughs> colors that like really rely on mana rocks, right? Because they're just mana dorks. And you know how mana dorks are a scam, right? <laughs> like, in 2022, mm-hmm. it's so easy to blow up mana rocks. They're just temporary. So if you play mana rocks, you need to convert them into a win or into some permanent advantage, like immediately, because they're going away in like two turns. Um, so I never play Mana Rocks. I always play uh, green or white, do the real ramp. Right? Like imagine if your Mana Rock was indestructible, hex proof, couldn't be destroyed. <laughs> like that's called ramp. That's called rampant growth, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and like you can't touch them, but Mana Rocks, they just go bye bye so fast that I, I think they're a scam. And so I think you should play more lands, less Mana Rocks. Uh, you should play permanent mana ramp. And if you really have nothing to do on turn two, you should be drawing cards instead, right? You shouldn't be playing a mana rock, which will go down a card and your mana.
0: So let's say you're playing Grixis. You're just trying to cantrip or something on turn two. Is
2: that the idea? So you play mana rocks and know you're going to get owned. Okay. (laughs) Right. I mean, so you play, you play like dark steel ingot, you play skyclave Skyclave relic Relic. and just pray. There's no farewell, right? (laughs) Like that, that is like what you're going for. Right. Uh, but, I would play the indestructible mana rocks over like two mana mana rocks. The exception is soul ring. Soul ring uh, is so powerful that you play it and you get value and it blows up immediately, but like, I, I could never play sets, like, card draw, man. Like, there's no way. <laughs> there's no oh, way it's going to do anything head and draw cards. Like, Richard's head is
1: happens. spinning. Listen to you <laughs> talk that's, about that three mana <laughs>
0: mana rock. But it, it, It's kind of the same because if someone farewells, I can just crack it to draw cards. It's my Unless my way of avoiding the blowout. <laughs> well, I don't tap my mana rocks. So I leave them up in case I need to draw cards.
2: So why <laughs> they, did they you play a draw You can't tap them. It's okay. <laughs> just play a draw spell, like. Yeah, I Please. guess that that probably makes yeah, more sense. But now, I, I, I think I? it's I think mana rocks are boomer magic. I think they're the same as a mana dork. Like, are you happy to load up on ten mana dorks? Like, if you have some <laughs> nope. synergy, like you're playing like elves Adrian. or you know you're playing some artifact deck, then yeah, right. But you should assume they're they're temporary and that they're gonna go away. And that if you can play around that, so for example, like you you play like two mana rocks into some permanent ramp spell. That's fine. Or like let's say you mana rock into like omniscience or something, right? Like that's perfectly fine, right? When your mana rocks go, you're you're set, right? But uh just just value as lands, like they get they get destroyed. Like a, a farewell is like destroy everything and kill four lands from everyone, essentially, yeah. right when everyone's playing. That's yeah, are killing and the and that, rocks, that is yeah. insane, right? So you don't want to be open to that one. So just just play rampant growth. As as
1: as like, you know, like Richard did mention, they are going away. So and as the Grixis player, I look at all my mana rocks as uh they have fa- like, you know, phasing counters or vanish encounters. Yeah, vanishing counters. Yeah, And slowly, encounters. like after after a few turns, they are gonna go away. So be ready to lose them. And that is why so sacking for card draw. Like look, look, so <laughs> yeah, yep, there we go. Exactly. <laughs> Still not playing that rock, sorry, Seth. But but I will I will say that, yeah, like that that is exactly why I think a higher land count, um I mean Trust me, believe it or not, I do have a high land count. I just am very bad at drawing them still. Like, 40 lands and I still don't draw them. Uh, but, like, like the, the main thing is, yeah, like, I would, I, again, like I had mentioned in that podcast, I would rather trade mana rocks for board presence or interactions, like counter counterspells uh, or, or opposition agent. Uh, like, things like that. Leave up just, like, gotcha. Leave up mana for gotcha cards instead of setting up. So you can body people that are trying to set up with these mana rocks. I'd rather do that. All
2: right, so Secret Lair Mana Rocks coming soon.
1: <laughs> but I'm also going to buy those. Are, are moxen, moxen
2: are not a scam, by the way, because they, yeah. they give you so much power. It's like a soul ring. You, you, well, yeah, you they accelerate so fast that you get your value even if they go away. How is soul so ring not is, power? It's like a dark ritual, right? Like Basically, in the right you're... decks, it's like very powerful. Wait, isn't only... soul
1: ring power? How, how it's is ring not technically power, now? No. no. Yeah, but like, I mean, why it is, isn't it, like?
2: it? It is
0: of that power level, though. Yeah. So basically, just play the CDH rocks. This is the, the TLDR.
2: The ones that they yeah. would play in CDH are good, but the ones that we would play probably well, not Well, no, because, because you you, you got to play CDH finisher because you got to expect to end the game before someone can throw a sweeper down. Right? Uh, but okay. if, you, if you are not playing Thoracle and you're just playing CDH mana rocks, like, you're probably <laughs> just going to unload your hand and then get farewelled and then sit out the rest of the game. Right? So you <laughs> actually need to parlay that into a victory.
1: And draw uh, all so. the aggression
2: yeah so
0: yeah well well that's richard's take and i think you you probably
2: agree with sam the most out of anyone on the cast honestly oh, i, 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 I think you sam see it the same way yeah <laughs> i i see no, no actually i don't agree with so he was like you should play stuff on the board i don't agree with that actually but uh you should you should be drawing cards and you should be loading up on resources to fight the the mid and late game Uh, But you should not be throwing mana rocks down because those are temporary and those will go away.
0: Super Uh, unrelated. I had a random person tweet me the other day and said, I built birds and commander because of Richard and I won four games in a row. He's a he's a genius. Richard is a (laughs) commander genius. (laughs) So your your theory of birds is taking over, Richard. It's catching on. (laughs) Yes,
2: yes, yes. Once you cast Secret Rendezvous once, you'll realize that you can throw out all your trash blue card draw. You don't need it. Throw out your mana rocks, your blue card draw, and just just Richard your way to victory. Yes, yes. That'll be the meta in two years. It's all birds. And wizards will have to print bird hate. And you're like, what, what happened? Where did we get? How did we get here? <laughs> all right. Uh, so that's all the fish mail we had. That was a, that was a long fish mail because of the question. Uh, if you have future questions, send them to at MTG Goldfish with the hashtag MTG and we'll get to your questions on air. And I believe that brings us to the end of episode 409 of the MTG
0: Old Fish podcast. So Richard Cribb, thanks for hanging out. Thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to Card Conduit for supporting the show. And we'll be back next week to talk about whatever goes on in the world of magic. So until then, have a great week, everyone. And this is a crew signing out.